Welcome back to another episode of Everything Executive Coaching. This is Kim Addis. Let's get started. So Kim, as I mentioned in at the end of the last episode, mentors are probably just as common as coaching. People have mentors, they're, they're sometimes given them officially, sometimes it happens unofficially in our lives, but it's not unusual for people to have friends or colleagues in our lives that we can pinpoint as having a formal mentoring relationship. I can get coaching, quote unquote, from this person. But they're very different relationships, and I'd really like you to isolate what those differences are. So how, how do they differ, mentors versus coaches? So I think that mentors are a wonderful thing. It's typically someone who's walked your path ahead of you, mm. someone who's done something that you really want to do, but they've done it before you. They could be older. They could be more ahead of you in their career. It doesn't really matter. But a, typically a mentor is just you know a few steps in front of you in terms of a goal or a job or an achievement that you want to have. Okay. So is a mentor a great thing to have? Absolutely. But a mentor's job isn't to do this deep discovery work with you. A mentor's job is to say, hey, here's how I did it. You know, here's what made it easier for me. Here's the path I took. Here are the steps I took. Here's perhaps what I recommend. Here's what might make it easier for you, right? But different time, different place, different circumstance. Those recommendations are useful, but not necessarily always accurate. And so, you know, I think, Everyone should have a mentor or two or three or five, however mentors you can get. It's, it's great to have a mentor because mentors help you understand your industry, help you understand your task at hand, help you understand the challenges in front of you and help you, you know, overcome some of these challenges. What is a coach? A coach is a person who works with you individually, one-on-one, who looks at how you operate, how you think, what you believe to be true how you behave. A coach is kind of like a personal concierge. Never said that before, but okay. It's a person who is designed specifically to do some deep investigative work with you to determine where you want to go. And even more specifically, if you are posed or primed to get there, given your thinking, given your habits, given your beliefs, given your patterns of behavior. So the distinction is that a mentor has led the life you want to live ahead of you, and a coach hasn't. A coach is there to explore with you how you think, how you see the world, what your values are, what your priorities are, and how you are operating and how that operation, whether or not you're operating in a way that will easily let you get there, If not, let's make some adjustments. Yeah, one of the things when I reflect back in my life, the differences between coaches and mentors is I remember having a mentor right at the beginning of my career, and she was very helpful in helping me make specific career choices, choose this firm or that firm, connecting me with people who could either make better connections or or could open doors, who could maybe offer some resources. But the entire relationship sat on the sort of bedrock of, I want to advance my career. Now, had I been working with, say, a career coach at the time, 
we wouldn't have operated from that sort of assumptive bedrock, right? A coach would have asked, is this the career that you even want to be in? Like, how do you feel in this career? Does staying the same right now and not getting promoted, could that be actually better for you right now? What do you see that's possible for yourself? What could be standing in the way of you getting what you want? I can't really articulate that difference really well, but I just know that it's very, very different. So how do you see that? You just did a fabulous job. (laughs) Really good, right? So what what does a coach do? They explore. What do you really want? Is this the path to get there? You know, why is it, is this the thing you want? Who told you that that's the thing you should have, right? Like, I'll tell you something interesting. I do a lot of speaking. And one of the questions I usually ask my audience is, what do you really, really want more than anything? Not what you think you should want, not what your spouse wants for you or your children or your parents or your boss. What do you really, really want? Mm. And it's amazing to see how many people get stumped with that question. Struggle. It's one of the toughest questions to, to grapple with, it really is. Right. Exactly. Because people don't stop to ask themselves that question. They just operate autopilot. Yeah. And so, what does a coach do? A coach makes sure that you are clear about what you want and why you want what you want and helps you remove some of the barriers to getting what you want. Yeah, you just said something really important there. And that is that if we're not careful, we we design our life from our foreseeable, available options. I see door number one, I see door number two, I see door number three. And that's what a mentor would be really good at, right? It's like, yeah, I've been there and I chose door number two and here's what happens. But a coach would say, what if there was a door number four? You alluded to though, when you were speaking to that client this morning in our last episode is like, what if I could get you this? And that to me is when you start to push outside of the edge of what we can see as possible. Like the other side of where our imagination stops, that's where those really amazing breakthrough kind of massive shifts occur when we can start to see beyond our available options. Exactly. And so why do we only have three available options to begin with? Because we have a set of beliefs that say, "Here's, here's what's possible for me. The rest is outside of my reach. And that has to do with our belief system, right? So what's a a coach's job? A coach's job is to say, okay, let's look at your beliefs. Mm. First, let's find them. Now let's look at them. And do these beliefs actually serve you? Will these beliefs help you get to where you really want to go? And that's not what a mentor does. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. So here's an interesting question because I can see that an important thing that that needs to be in place between a coach and their coaching client is no conflict of interest, right? That your agenda, your motivation has no intrinsic or what they accomplish has no intrinsic value for you other than maybe the satisfaction of, you know, them getting what it is that they wanted. So what are your thoughts on working with a coach or let's say a mentor that's inside an organization and how that might influence the result, the types of things you talk about. I'm sure you've come across that in many cases. I think it's wonderful. So I'll, I'll say three different things. I think it's wonderful to have a mentor inside an organization who can help you navigate the politics, understand the lay of the land. I think that's a wonderful thing. Great. Let's do that, right? Every newcomer to an organization would benefit from having a mentor that they can go and talk to whenever they need to talk to, 
Number two is I think it's extremely important, critical, in fact, to have leaders inside organizations who have coaching skills. Mm. I think that that is actually such a crucial success factor that many organizations aren't taking as seriously as they need to. It's very important. Great leaders at the end of the day are great coaches. They must have coaching skills. That's not the same as saying that individuals go to their leaders for the kind of coaching we're talking about. So it's amazing for leaders to have coaching skills so that when the person in their organization is struggling or not performing as well as they could or facing some kind of big decision that they don't know how to make or, you know, evaluating strategic options, et cetera, that leader can walk through a coaching process with them. Very important. But when there's an individual that is struggling with something or they're hoping to achieve something more and sharing that struggle or that dream or that big goal with their boss or person in their organization could cause friction, then it's not going to work. Right? So what I think is we need all of the things. We need mentors, we need leaders who have coaching skills, and we need a safe outside coaching resource for every organization where a person can go outside of their organization and have those true, honest, open conversations. I'll give you an example. One of our clients is a hospital here locally in Toronto, and we're doing a lot of work with them. One of the things we do is every month we have a group coaching call, coaching session, let's call it. And we have lots of people on this call sometimes, you know, 50, 60, depending on on the month, right? It's big, huge. Everyone shows up on Zoom. But are they comfortable talking about their personal issues in a Zoom call with 59 other people? Absolutely not. But the minute I say, hey, would you like a one-on-one call with me? All of a sudden, my calendar gets booked up. They have a lot on their chest. They have a lot they want to discuss. They have a lot that they want help with. They have a lot of emotions. They have a lot of frustrations. They have a lot of feelings. They have a lot of hopes and aspirations that they're not comfortable sharing in this setting. So is it important for us to have a forum for group coaching? Yes. But that's not the same discussion as what takes place on a private call. Mm. Yeah, it really is amazing when two people get together and a person is a talented coach and they can let that person be seen and heard, how rare that is in our lives to have a safe space where you can actually open up. And especially for those of us, and I could speak for myself, who process sort of like on the fly, like sort of as the as the words are coming out of my mouth, they're making sense to me. And that's probably why journaling works really well for me as well, because it's a form of like, I'm articulating as I'm writing down the words. But that that is such a rare thing to be able to sit down with someone for, let's say, an hour and have that time be devoted just for my exploration, just for my processing, just for my expression of what this life experience is and whatever's going well, whatever's not going well. It's just such a special thing. It's such a gift in order to give to someone, to give them that space to do that. I think it's, you know, people go on vacation. They spend, I don't know, thousands of dollars going on vacation. (laughs) You know, you go on vacation, you go for a week, you come back, you feel good for a few days, and then you forgot you've ever been there, right? Like you spend so much money on things that have no lasting value. 
that have no transformative effect. And then they come to coaching and sometimes they think it's a bit expensive, but I have to say that it's probably the greatest and most important gift you can give to yourself is the gift of self-awareness, the gift of doing this development, this personal development work, this gift of giving yourself an opportunity to look inside of yourself and say, am I happy with my life? Am I going where I want to be going? Am I in the relationships with the right people? Am I doing the work I want to be doing? Am I happy with this? When I get to be 88, because I think, you know, that's a pretty good age. When I get to be 88 and I look back on my life, am I going to be happy with the choices I've made? Or am I afraid to stop and look at my choices? Mm. Right? So I really think coaching is not, you know, it's not for the privileged only. I think it's mandatory. It's kind of like, you know, lots of things are mandatory. You need a house to live in. You need a bed. You need food. And I think that self-reflection is also part of a mandatory formula for a successful life. Yeah. Or even just a contented life, right? Because if all we ever do is live our thoughts and our thoughts just run wild and, and are kind of subject to the weather, like my circumstances are good today and the weather's good. So my thoughts are good. And then tomorrow, not that. So, right. And then we, you know, we're just, to me, it's just such a untethered and lackadaisical. That was a word that you used on a previous episode way of living. And I, we only get this one shot, you know, I want it to be on purpose. Exactly. Exactly. And so for me, coaching does that. It helps you decide consciously what you want. So self-awareness being a, a necessary component of our happiness success formula. In the next episode, I really want to get into the kind of the nitty gritty of, okay, so how do you, how do we get that? Like, how do we actually change our mindset? How do we find our patterns? Like, I want to get into this question of like, well, how does coaching work? What are we actually doing in there together? So that's what we'll tackle in the next episode, but this was great. It was great to be with you. Thank you. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of Everything Executive Coaching. For any resources or tools we spoke about in this episode, remember you can head to frameofmindcoaching.com forward slash resources, or you can click on the links in the episode show notes. Thanks for being here.